So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. It's a warning from the man you hear me on the internet, you scammers. This is a slammer tongue. I'm sorry, this is a bad Becky Lynch impression, but you get it. We'll get into all of this, plus a whole lot more on today's Sports Kid Wrestling Top Story of the Day, AEW launching a new TV show on TBS. What is the inside information that we're not supposed to know about that we suddenly know about? The location of the 2023 Royal Rumble, tip of the cap to Andrew Zarian. We're talking about that. And... Dexter Loomis, some details about his unfortunate WWE NXT release, and Randy Orton. Could we be uh, learning under the the tree of the Viper, the old wise Viper? I don't. Yeah, it just seems weird to say that. We'll get into all of it on today's Sports Kid Wrestling Top Story of the Day. You share the link of your stink. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Hey, watch. Out. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. We went death metal there at the end. I like it. Kev Callum, <gasps> Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska. If you ask a Jose G here as well. A lot of people joining us for the first time. If you haven't done so, here we go in three seconds. One, two, three. Hit the like button. There you go. Lots to talk about. Becky Lynch, big news with her. The location of the Royal Rumble in 2023. Uh, Randy Orton's possible future future beyond an in-ring career. Where could that be? And a whole lot more. That new AEW TV show. We'll get to that in minutes. Uh, what do you think that TV show is going to be? Jump in the comments. We'll talk about it here. Uh, if you're here for the first time, shout out where you guys are watching from. What up, James Scott, NYC in the house? What up, Tony Paul? What up, Dave? Uh, what up, what up, Mar- Marlo? Appreciate it. If you're here for uh, the, the first time, don't make it the last time. Turn your notifications on, especially if you're this on Facebook. If you're Do on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, thank you to the 29,000 plus for subscribing as well. Turn your notifications on. Let's get right into it. Warnings from Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch putting out a big warning to fans about online scammers. This is something that happened uh, with uh, Liv Morgan a few months ago. And this is something that's been going on across the board for any type of entertainer or influencer. There's just, you know people that want to take advantage of anyone they possibly can on the internet to make a buck and steal. And it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, what's the latest on this guys? Yeah, it looks like uh, a lot of people, I guess, uh, did come to Becky and uh, kind of made this uh, uh, to the forefront. So she sent out a tweet uh, just before raw went on the air last night, uh, just saying it should go without saying, but I or any other WWE superstar would never ever message anyone 
looking for money or gift cards, please, if anyone ever messages you pretending to be me asking for money or anything else, immediately block and report. The amount of times I've heard of this happening is sickening. If anyone's watching and you've dealt with this, please let us know. Um, please let us know because I know this is something that's happened uh, infrequently, you know, and you have a lot of scam accounts that are just online. Look, look at their and... account name. Look at their account name. If it's got like their name and like a bunch of numbers after it, or look oh, at the number. Of, and this, look at the yeah. look at the number of followers they have. If they have twelve followers, come on, it ain't well, here's, Becky Lynch. Here's the thing: <clears throat> the blue check mark should just give it away. Like I really yeah. feel like. I, there's a lot of people that are that are naive bless their hearts but you really if you if you're on social media all right you're going to be more prone for these things to happen you need to look out for the blue check mark blue check mark means that person is verified it is a verified account you know you are contacting them or someone very close to them yeah. that will have direct contact with you but uh, this is a very unfortunate situation for a lot of people that this has happened. I know that Liv Morgan yeah. had a situation where this has happened to her, um, you know, and Becky Lynch is now taking the time to to, to warn everyone. This is very serious. I think someone was it Liv Morgan where the the, the fan re, uh, sold his house or something like that yeah. uh, in, in order to get some type of memorabilia. I don't forget I know the entire story, but I know yeah. that his house was involved. Like if you get to the point where you're taking out a second mortgage or selling your house you know something's wrong yeah. come on i don't know how many times anna j or uh cora jade have followed me on on instagram this week but i've had about 80 of them it's insane <laughs> it's insane how many fake female wwe superstar accounts are created i get followed by them all the damn time on instagram it's it's mm -hmm. ridiculous well i got a i got donna who's watching right now donna's watching you saying that she's had people pretending to be orton seth rollins roman reigns trying to yeah. contact her the same way so i guess this is sadly an unfortunate widespread thing here yeah yeah um, look at the account name look at the followers look at the check mark yeah um and someone's saying uh someone saw they they saw my account with a blue check mark. yes i do have a verified twitter account Saying that I didn't follow Kevin them really is follow. asking for money. He he is. I, I, he is. I, no, I'm not asking for money. Do I need it's not it? a yes. scam? <laughs> <laughs> he needs bear money. He needs bear money. I need the money. Uh, I need yeah. money to fly back home. I need money to take some money account out of an account out of a Nigerian uh, bank account. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, exactly. Uh, Terrible. And, yeah, people getting uh, contacted over Messenger. Just be, just be aware of it. And it's the main reason why we led with this story too, because it would be if this is something where somebody's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, that's happened to me," you know. Um, Troy, yeah, and the thing please. is that it's happening more and more frequently. So I just want everyone mm -hmm. um, that watches this show, that listens to the show, or even that's just involved in the internet wrestling community, be aware. Look for that blue check mark. I mean, guys, do not be naive. Anybody can be anybody on the internet. Look for that blue check mark. Look for the followers and make sure it is an official person or an, or an official account. Uh, they also ask for your phone number and other information. So, yeah, just be aware of it for sure. Uh, this is a definitely an interesting situation. Something that is also intriguing is the future of all elite wrestling. There was some concern, some serious concern and, and worthy some. Uh, is would it all be in the same type of situation that WCW was in its final days, where you know a big merger between WCW and a, another their parent television company uh, with another company forces WCW out of the picture? Could that happen to All Elite Wrestling? It's not owned by Warner Media; he has a partnership with them. 
And Discovery and WarnerMedia just did a big, big merger. This affected many other things in within uh, WarnerMedia, including the end of a very failed streaming service by CNN Plus and the future of DC Cinematic Universe movies. A lot of different things are being impacted by it that are much larger scale financially than all the rest. It's not a shot at AEW. It's the way it is, guys. Um, so they're up for a television renewal in 2024 and then within the next year, year and a half here. So what's going on with them? There, there was talk months ago and under the, the last deal they had to produce reality TV shows, kind of secondary supplementary t- television shows. They did one season of Road to the Top. They were confirmed to do another season of it, though it wasn't like a barn burning show, but you know it was cost effective and cheap to make. So what's going on here? Are we getting more from them? There is some news coming out from Fightful Select with a list of names of a potential new show. Uh, and we will go down those lists here. I'll pitch you guys for that. Uh, they have filmed content, uh, sizzle reels, tryout shows, kind of for Warner Media to see if they want to try and do some type of secondary show. Darby Allen, we've known for months, filmed something how far down the pike it is. Other people have also filmed stuff, including Britt Baker, Swerve Strickland, and Adam Cole. What is that name of list of shows, though? Because the, the list of, of names kind of could be indicative of, of what this show could be. And it's supposed to be some type of reality television program. Yeah, man. There's a lot of shows that um, there's a lot of names that have been thrown around. Uh, Fightful Selects actually reporting um, that they've gained word that several readers that they've received an email from ringleaders claiming that a new AEW show is on the way. And the email reads, quote, a new AEW show is coming to TBS. We want to know what you think of this new show should be named in the survey below. Some of the names are included to the top fight to the finish, all access breakout uprise the climb to the mat road to the belt friends and enemies grit and glory now none of these names have been confirmed uh by aew but uh again the survey just uh, just claims that this is going to be a new show uh that in in ringleaders that it is property of warner media is saying that's going to be coming out so these are just some of the names that are be i've been floating around in the surveys yeah, if you're worried about this merger affecting AEW, this is some pretty good proof that it's not as Warner Media is actively looking for uh, participation in a survey for a a third show on uh, uh, on their on their Warner Networks. So, I, I think this is a a pretty good indication that AEW is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people in the chat saying AEW needs a new show. Rampage isn't very good. Tell talk to me what week you're talking about that here. Um, uh, other people saying uh, talking about how this affects the WWE television contract. Yes, WWE does have a television contract coming up somewhat around the same time. I don't know if it's exactly the same time. Uh, I do think both companies will get a new TV deal. Whether or not they're in the same place, I don't know. But they they draw a hard rating for the most part. Unlike this past week where all the wrestling shows are getting smashed by the NBA playoffs, mm. the NFL draft, and yeah. the NHL playoffs at the same time. And the NBA is pulling about $3.5 million this year. Yeah, and then you got uh, all this realignment. Ram- you brought it Rampage. Rampage is going to be at 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern on Friday so that it mm-hmm. doesn't run into the NBA playoffs. That is a that it, oof, you're going to get hurt there. It's like, and Rampage hurt. is a good show. It's a well-paced hour show. It, it just doesn't screw around it gets to the point that's what i do like that's one thing that i do appreciate about rampage when i am watching it yeah there's not a whole lot of promos you start off immediately with a match 
Then you go vignette, vignette, promo, match, match, match. One tiny vignette, one tiny promo. Here's the main event. Close out match. You're done. Boom. It's time it for the main it event. Goes by. It goes by, and it's great. And and I yeah. actually almost prefer watching Rampage over Dynamite yeah, for that reason. They don't screw around. The There's no entrances for the opening match. They basically do all that in between uh, when they film Dynamite and Rampage when it's not live, uh, when Rampage is not live. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's it's a terrible time slot, though. I mean, I don't know what you – know, I think they just need to get away from Friday, but I don't know where you go from there, to be honest with you uh yeah it could also help if they get replays on tv but whatever this new show is aew needs it they need a show that that is not just strictly wrestling they need something that develops just the brand as a fun place to be speaking of something that's well branded one of the biggest events on the annual wrestling calendar you talk wrestlemania you talk SummerSlam, and you're talking royal rumble what is the location of the 2023 royal rumble they're going big once again what's the full story uh, Fightful has learned that the current head, uh, the current leader uh, for this is going to be the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. The uh, The Royal Rumble appeared there in 2017 as well as 1997. Nothing is official yet until uh, everything is officially announced, but that is currently the leader. Um, the company has run the Royal Rumble at domes and stadiums every year since 2019, uh, which I believe that was the year I attended in Phoenix, if that was right. Um, and the Alamo Dome, of course, is the first dome that uh, the Royal Rumble has ever ran at, uh, which, uh, you know, which they did in the uh, just about the uh, start of the Attitude Era there. Uh, Andrew Zarian. Yeah. Andrew Zarian and Matt Man Radio noted that WWE is recently planning on running more dome shows per year than ever, which lines up with Nick Khan's vision uh, that they've heard from WWE sources. So not necessarily stadiums, but maybe more domes, uh, which uh, obviously, uh, you know, you don't have to factor in the weather at all. Uh, and you can do it at any time of year. Uh, you can do a stadium show at any time of year, January or, uh, you know, or August, you know, you can, you can run it. It's going to be climate controlled. So, um, the Alamo Dome is a good scene. It was, uh, yeah. it was, a, it was pretty cool to see for the first time in the in the late eight in the late nineties. So, uh, it's I feel cool like those type of shows uh, brings a completely different vibe to, especially to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, like for example, which was the Royal Rumble that was the baseball field? Like and all these Royal Rumbles recently have been done in baseball fields or those domes. Yeah, nineteen and was it, a baseball stadium in, in, in Arizona. Yeah, so. And the Astrodome is kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, or the Alamo Dome. Or the Alamo Dome. The Alamo Dome is more for basketball. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. The Astrodome is obviously uh, the baseball stadium. They did Minute Maid Park, I think, in twenty. I think which yeah. was like the, the one of the last main shows before the, the one of the or last COVID. big shows before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it definitely a, bring a different a, a different feel to, to. Sorry to cut you. It, no, it's it's okay. just, it brings a di- it brings a different feel. So I think uh, I think that's a good choice if that is going to be the location. Uh, it's it's a good choice as well because you're going to get people coming up from Mexico for that as well. Uh, and it, <laughs> if you if you're not going to go south of the border, this is a way to do some of that regionally. Uh, we've seen that when WWE does stuff in New York, where you know or they do something in a big travel hub. Uh, and this also plays into everything post pandemic with WWE, where they want to double down on the quarterly events and play stadiums. I'm fine with it. It's a spectacle. It's a big show. Make a weekend out of it. Make it a destination. 
And it, the trickle down, the Reaganomics of it are very good for independent wrestling. The Reaganomics of it are very good for an impact. Uh, a, a Ring of Honor, if AEW wants to roll Ring of Honor out in that town, that's where they would do it. Uh, it makes complete sense. Uh, I, th- I think it's the ideal thing for WWE to do these as big as they possibly can. Uh, them doing this internationally, I think, is great. This Clash of the, the, Clash of the Castle show that's going to be coming up in Cardiff is really, really cool. I want to see more of those. If you're going to be big, go big. Like the, It makes these shows feel more than... Mm-hmm. Um, more more than just a normal pay per view, and more than just another uh, television show too. Yeah, there has to be a spectacle about it, you know. Yeah, and I can't remember if it was Meltzer that said it or what, but I mean, you have a fifty thousand seat stadium, and you still sell twenty five thousand tickets. That's a lot more revenue than you would make it than a smaller arena. And you can frame Absolutely. the building, and you can frame. I saw this at the Royal Rumble. You don't have to use the whole building, you know. And, and the thing is, like with this, we saw it at Mania. Is- we saw it at Mania, and we saw it at SummerSlam. Same yeah, thing. we. Uh, I, I was at Royal Rumble. They used two-thirds of the building, and there was a third of the building they just curtained off, and you didn't see it, and it didn't really affect the show at all, and you didn't feel like you were in an empty building, and everyone says that, like you were in a stadium. Was gonna be, no, you know, I mean, there was there was 75,000-plus people at every night of WrestleMania, two nights in a row. It's a lot of people, guys. No one else is running at that scale, so when people say, oh, they didn't sell their tickets, come on. You're you're reaching here. This is WWE. They have a they have a marketing muscle behind them that you no went you went John Madden there for a minute. Somebody, oh, Brett, you, 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 you see this? You, you gotta get in the bus. I don't want to fly in a plane. Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Let's get into the story here with Dexter Loomis. He's one of the unfortunate names released from WWE this past week. Uh, was in the system for quite some time and seemed like he was bound for some big stuff there. And then, uh, like unfortunate people. He got lost in the shuffle. Apparently, it wasn't the original plan for him to be released. What is the detail here? Uh, Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer noted that he was handed a list of 10 superstars ahead of time. And on that list, nine of those 10 got cut. Dexter was not on that list. He says he's not divulging who uh, was on that list that didn't get cut. But I'm sure it might rhyme with Roderick Strong. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he got the list ahead of time and it was 90% correct. So pretty interesting that he was able to get a heads up on that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that other one had to been Roddy, Roddy strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it almost comes by default, right? Jeremy, yeah. it's like, it, it's like Roderick strong. And do they really, do you know, do they reunite with the uh, undisputed elite over at AEW or do we just release Texas Loomis and keep Roderick strong so they don't get and- that whole reunion? And if they went kind of 50-50 on budget cuts plus performance, you know, I'm guessing Loomis and Strong probably are making a little similar amounts. I'm sure Strong's probably making a little bit more, but they've been both on that NXT roster for some time now, so they have a little bit of tenure. Yeah, I can see with Dexter, his television experience, he had a run in uh, NXT as Samuel Shaw before uh, an impact before he was in NXT. He was strong, oh, he's in, he's strong in the independence between, too, by the way. You know, and also uh, <laughs> that guy, that guy was uh, nearly signed by all wrestling. He was one yeah. of those guys that they wanted that there was like an outside factor type guy. Um, it would not surprise me if I saw him in uh, in AEW just because of his experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows how to frame things to character, he knows how to do a very out there character. And AEW is now in a position where they need characters. They have a lot of great wrestlers. They need characters that you imagine him in there with Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. That would just be great, hilarious. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Uh, He's one of those guys too. If he's he's young enough, where I could see him in WWE again too at some point. uh, Very creepy. Very evil. Yeah. And and just to kind of give everyone an update on on uh, Dexter Loomis, he is already booked uh, for a couple of shows after being released. 
Good He's on him. locally in Florida at uh, USA Pro Wrestling. That's going to be in May. Uh, I mean, sometime in June. And then right after that, he is also booked with uh, Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, uh, ARW, down here in Florida as well. So he's already booked two shows, man. That's the beauty of NXT. You only have the 30-day non-compete, so you can get to work right away. And that's, I think that's uh, a little bit more compassionate to the performer, you know, if they want to get back out there. And well, especially with the model that they're doing, if they're yeah. given only 90 days to improve, plus you got a lot of the... Uh, veterans that are on the chopping block because of the switch somehow you know loomis was able to kind of make that switch from black and gold to 2.0 and uh and succeed and he was on tv every week it still didn't do him any good but um i think also he was noting, on- they get paid they get paid during that 30 mm-hmm. time the 30 day period you know yeah. so the, the that when people hear the lease oh they just let him go it's like mm, yeah, still david david's got a good point there i i, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> the way the indies are nowadays would not be surprised if he makes. Uh, he can set th- his rate too. I mean, he's yeah. got that exposure. He's had a really good angle with uh, with Indy, and then uh, you know later on with Persia and Duke. And I think that people love. He's he's a beloved he, character. People he did like the cine- him. He did the cinematic thing with uh, with oh, uh, Cameron absolutely. Grimes. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the, the guy already has uh, a high profile. People know mm-hmm. him. He is a beloved character, and uh, promoters will pay him money to be at his shows. I'm I'm sure. They just have some good money to get him on, on those oh, yeah. two shows that he's booked on. The list of NXT talent that was released and the unfortunate names that people are talking about in All Elite Wrestling that are that are due to be released or due to be passed on for renewal, right? They want to stay away from that word release. Uh, that that was the talk of the independent wrestling world. I'm in it. I'm working in it. And uh, uh, as kind of like a secondary broadcast talent. So that, that was talked about. There are a lot of people that were talking about that this past weekend. Um, that's about all I can say. Here's a question though, before we move on to the next topic, kind of related to Dexter Loomis on television, he was part of a very, very fun romantic comedy angle. One of my favorite romance comedy angles in wrestling. One of my favorite wrestling couples was index. I love this. This was one of the best things they did with the way with Johnny Dexy and, and they did not want Indy Hartwell, their, their wrestling daughter, to to date that weirdo that that, was so that mute weirdo um and chris aldridge here saying what does indy hartwell do now i think i, he, I, I guarantee you they just may act like nothing happened they forget about it she disappears for a month i hate that i, I guarantee i guarantee you that's exactly the way they're gonna go that unless one of- <laughs> unless they they have one way they can go haha <laughs> pun intended you know they insinuated <laughs> that she dated duke hudson so maybe they could put them together, but my gut feeling is they just forget it ever happened. So you don't remember that people got released. So, I think so maybe gonna... they do actually end up putting Indy and Dex in some type of an angle, but you're uh, absolutely right. And that's one I, of the things, and that's really unlikely in my opinion. Yeah, because I think they want to get her. I think they want to get, I think they want to get it out of people's minds that people get released. So they're just going to forget it even happened. And yeah. then start over it's from just scratch. like the last time it's just like the last time or even just like what, what happened with wesley and uh and, and msk right yeah and the other guy got uh nash carter got fired he got released and it just continued like it was nothing yeah so. it, at least he kind of got to acknowledge it a little bit on that great vignette they did last yeah. week yeah. um but i just my gut feeling is they're gonna act like nothing happened and uh they're gonna have completely different uh character arcs going forward yeah, she's talented. She's proved some things. Now, what do you do with the diamond mind? You still have uh you still have four guys together with no manager now. We'll find we'll find out tonight at spring breaking. Yeah, I mean that's something you really um 
can't ignore where I think they could ignore the they just, uh, they just really dropped the ball on the whole diamond mine thing from the get yeah. I mean you know they, they you know you had a roster of tremendous talent when you have a guy like Arturo Huras on your team yeah that's a guy you want on your team especially if you're going to be selling this MMA angle and I, I like so the they, coach I like the coach thing with Hatcheman too I thought that absolutely was, yeah. And what I loved about Hatchiman, right? That the Hatchiman was like the most calm dude outside. So if he's a he's calm like Arn dude Anderson. outside, like Arn yeah, Anderson if he's with like Cody. the most calm dude outside, imagine what he can do in the ring. And we never got to see that. So yeah, yeah man, they just dropped the ball on Diamond Mine from the very get-go. And it would have been cool to see Roddy and, and uh, Marina Shafir work together too, which we may see that happen in AEW down the line. Who knows? Um but I mean, geez, the Creed brothers are talented as hell. Hell, maybe the Creed brothers get called up before we know it because they're talented. They're big guys. Vince is going to love them. Uh, you know, the dynamite, diamond mine just might dissipate before we know it because Roddy might want, they might let Roddy go next cut. Uh, I don't poor, think so. Poor Ivy. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they want him going there until the end of his deal. Poor I, I think they're going to break up diamond mine too. I think they call it. I don't Creed's. think, yeah. They, the uh, Ivy now goes WWE. her own way. Yeah, the last thing WWE wants at this moment in time is to have the Undisputed Era fully reunited at what I meant. Yeah, okay. I mentioned this on a show last night, though. That that's not really gonna move the needle, and all of a sudden AEW is gonna have a million and a half no. viewers. So it's not gonna affect it WWE that much to let him go mm-hmm. over there, to be honest with you. It it, it isn't gonna no. It, it, you, I, I agree with you, Jeremy. It wouldn't, but if that's a talented guy that they want to keep who can do things that other people in NXT can't do, and he can make people that he's in the ring better with, and he can. I can tell you there are people that have been in the ring with him who tell me they're a better wrestler because they had matches with Roderick Strong. They can frame wow. things to camera better. You would oh, learn that. That is not a skill that don't, is acquired. Don't, don't besmirch the name of Cheeseburger. That dude's awesome. If you ever watched uh, Ring I, of I Honor. Dark last night, a dude named Cheeseburger, Ring of Honor veteran, uh came out the crowd love him he might be on nxt next month cheeseburger's you know? awesome if you've never seen cheeseburger perform he is awesome and he's like 110 pounds soaking wet yeah the big cb <laughs> uh let's get into this randy orton story here this is pretty interesting randy orton celebrating 20 years in wwe this past week i liked that wwe made it a a big deal and done some things around it uh he is involved in the main event match for this weekend's wrestlemania backlash a six-man tag match should have been a title unification match. Right. Title unification uh, but match. that aside, Randy Orton speaking about life after an in-ring career. Uh, he said he has been adamant in saying he's going to do this for a very a considerable longer period of time in his 40s with injuries and all these different things. But he looks great. He's moving great. There's nothing about him in the ring that makes you think he needs. he's going to slow down anytime soon. And who knows, maybe he's got another big singles title run and he'll break that Ric Flair record, right? Uh, but he opened up recently about possibly coaching at the WWE Performance Center. This would be interesting. I think he's a guy who is uh, definitely given wisdom to a lot of people and brought a lot of people up with him, despite all those reported transgressions outside of the ring. Yeah, man. So uh, Randy Orton recently had a conversation mm-hmm. interview with uh, Give Me Sport. And he commented on the possibility of being a coach once his in-ring career is over by saying, quote, he said, I don't really think I'd be a good coach because I would just start off to just ramble. It's almost like I don't know how to articulate myself into a group of green guys that are coming into the business that need to learn the basics. If there was three, four or five guys, a small group, if we could go and talk and sit in the ring, if it could be like close quarters or just a small group of people, 
uh, where we're not doing drills and stuff like that, but just talking and maybe watching tape, I think I'd be good in that aspect. So pretty much he's saying he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to deal with like a big classroom. He just wants a select few mm -hmm. of, uh, of guys, gals that, you know, he think he, you know, might have good potential and that way he could, you know, portray his message and give the coaching that he needs as opposed to dealing with 25, 30, 40 students mm -hmm. at the same time. So um, I think that's a, a better way to approach it, especially with someone that's been in the business for such a long time. When yeah. you have such a smaller group, you have time to soak that information. Whereas opposed to when you have a bigger group, you know, there's so many people asking questions and everything just kind of gets lost in the mix. So very interesting response uh, by, by Randy Orton. Yeah, and I think they do kind of still do that sort of stuff at the Performance Center. I don't think it's all just big groups. Uh, you know, they, they do break it off and then do certain things. So, you know, but it is uh, probably something that uh, he probably wouldn't be doing full time, but I'm sure he'll probably be, he'll probably pop in, one, he'll probably pop in now and again during the later stages of his career. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, uh, uh, just saw this for uh, Sports Cater tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, unscripted with uh, Dr. Chris Featherstone, Lisa Marie Varon is going to be on. Yes, formerly known as Victoria, formerly known as Tara in, in TNA. Uh, absolutely one of the best female pro wrestlers of all time. So this is a pretty pretty big episode of Unfiltered. You're not going to want to miss that. You can get your questions on screen for her or watch it on demand. It'll I heard there's a rumor own. that Liv Morgan is trying to get uh, the, uh, her song licensed to use. Again, I've heard uh, that as well. Tattoo is that well. the name of the group? Tattoo, uh, tattoo, tattoo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you watch, if you watch, uh, watch uh, Victoria on Peacock, they, they got the old generic version because they don't have the license for it anymore. Yeah, that's rough though. Getting this, give this license to song. I hate. Man, that. I hate. Yeah, I know. That's, I hate when you get the old. Uh, it is. It is what it is though. You know what I mean? You can't if you get if you can't pay for it, you can't get it. You know. So, and you don't want to get rid of the entrance either. Uh, they, yeah, that unscripted episode, we have those every single Tuesday on the channel. Uh, every Monday night, uh, we have Vince Russo covering Monday Night Raw. That episode is up right now. Dutch Ooh. Mantel on Friday nights after SmackDown and Rampage. And, of course, exclusive interviews. We have a fresh one up with Deanna Perrazzo, which is pretty sweet. Uh, minor pretty minor breaking news. This uh, is a, are we talking about this AEW video game? You got that? Yeah, right it has been announced that Owen Hart will be a playable character in AEW wow. Fight Forever. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's that really makes, that makes sense with the with the Owen Hart tournament. Uh, every prominent WWE name that they have in AEW oh, will be in the video game too. This was so. the news. Casty Haynes was uh, he was uh, te mm -hmm. teasing this afternoon. Yeah, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho are also expected to be in the in the game. Uh, Kenny Omega, who's been on the shelf, has uh, gone quote above and beyond uh, to make this game as possible, and he's deeply involved with it. Mikey Ruckus, who produces a lot of uh, music and entrance, tremendous theme, music, is yeah. also involved with this as well. Uh, they've heard that TH THQ Nordic is possibly involved in the production of the game. Uh, and they're adding, uh, you know, supplementary things. At this point, you're in the final stretch. So most of the game at this point is pretty much done. I know, Jeremy, you're deeply involved. You worked with EA Sports for quite some time. At what point is a game like this in production? If we're getting it at some point in the fall, where are they at? Where what would be what would be something that's going on in a video game right now? They got to be very close to beta if we're going on a September release. Like beta is going to be got to be into June. If we're into uh, June, early early July, if we're going September release, and once you start doing beta, we're going to start seeing some footage. We're going to start oh, yeah. some like yeah, card games um, yeah. So they should be in alpha by now, I would assume, and beta coming uh, pretty soon. 
then uh who knows uh in bait sometimes in beta you can have the, a demo so i don't know if they're going to give out a demo but that'd be pretty cool uh first time owen hart's been in a video game since 2004 uh a uh, uh, indie game called showdown legends of wrestling mm -hmm. uh yeah it's a big deal it'd be pretty cool to play uh play owen in it so it'll be pretty interesting to see how that goes and then you get a game with you know cm punk in it we haven't seen cm punk in a game in eight years sting is in the game which is pretty pretty sweet you have owen hart face cm punk yeah, and the thing is, the game's got to be good, though, right? You got to have a good engine. You got to have all those things, right? So I understand it as well. Uh, pl plenty of interesting stuff here. Plenty of interesting stuff in this episode. If you're just joining us late, we cover Becky Lynch. We cover Randy Orton. We covered this new Randy. AEW television show and so much Randy. more. Here's what I need you to do. Hey, Randy. Um, I can see how many of you are watching. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Maybe you can tag some of your buddies in the comments and tell them to watch as well. If you didn't watch the whole thing, you want to listen to it, you got it on the podcast. Every video show we do, we also drop as a podcast as well. Thank you to the fans who have made us number one again this past week. The number one wrestling podcast on the Apple charts. Uh, we were we were in there. We didn't stay in there, but we were in there in the mix in Ireland. Thank you also for putting us in the top 100, top 200 in the United States, Canada, Australia, Germany, India, Pakistan, and many other countries. We really, really appreciate it for you guys listening on the audio side of things. We're not forgetting you. Uh, give us a review. If you're, if you're on one of the podcast apps, give us a review. We really appreciate it. Also, we have some cool stuff coming up on Wrestle Binge by Sports Kita. That is our kind of side YouTube channel that just does countdowns uh, that we're dropping some cool stuff with. Recorded something for that. I know you just dropped one for The Rock celebrating his birthday, right, Jeremy? Yeah, some uh, highs and lows of his career. Kind of uh, similar to one I did with Roman Reigns a couple of months ago. Good stuff. Good stuff. Go check it out. Get deep into those uh, those lists and share them and have a fun time. It's wild when people come up to me like, I've heard your voice on Snapchat. I'm like, yeah, you have. <laughs> you, probably, you probably have. Yes, you probably uh, yeah. Have. So uh, whatever video channel you're on, we're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. We're on all of them. Plug, 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 plug. Uh, of course, I'll be doing some cool stuff later this week. I'll be doing something on a podcast. I can't say what it is until we tape it. Uh, but it'll be pretty sweet. And when it comes out, I'll post about it on my, I'm, my recording I, I, I'm not going to drop anything, but I just want to say that I am really excited to listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's going to be it's going to be out there. I can say it's out. <laughs> I can say it's outside of the realm of wrestling. I can say it's yes, a pretty it's prominent show. Yes, it's definitely that is outside of the realm of wrestling. I will try and get some wrestling references in if I can. Hell, you will. Yeah. Of course you will. Of course. Will you stop? Will you stop? <laughs> All right. Give the boys a follow. JB Huskers on the Twitter machine. I know you got some cool stuff going on there. Uh, uh yeah, a fancy giveaway. Go to my Twitter. Uh, you might get into Money in the Bank for ooh, free. Money, 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 money. That ladder, make sure you retweet. Go to the JB Huskers Twitter handle right now. Make sure you guys give me a follow at Jose G Official on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. Got a lot of stuff going on. Got working on a new project, a lot of stuff. So make sure you uh, stay up to date with what I got going on. Mm -hmm. And as always, as we look to the stars above and ask ourselves, will the heels defeat faces? Will the faces beat up the bad guys? Well, you can't. You can't say baby face and heel in WWE anymore, and you can't say non-title villains will the villains and heroes clash and the stars above is that is a little bit a little bit more broad is that in a, in a castle in a castle <laughs> yes we're in clash at a castle 
just calm down, everybody. And remember to do this one important thing. Take a deep breath. And what? You need to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Where am I? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.